Thank you for tuning in to Off-Brand Covers for Mom podcast. I am Brennan Runzo. I'm Caleb Tollison. I am Aiden Meyer. And in our newfound boredom and unemployment, we are covering songs that we enjoy for Lisa, Jenny, and Becky. We are going on a 50-year musical journey spanning from 1970 all the way to 2020, doing only one song per year, using our limited equipment and instruments. In this podcast, we aim to educate ourselves and listeners on each song we cover, talking about the artist's history, the history of the specific song, and their inspiration for writing it. We also will talk about why we chose this song, what it means to us individually, and share things we enjoy and or learn in the recording process. So, without further ado, let's talk some music. April 15th, 2020. Um, I, I don't even know how to do the math of what day of quarantine it is. Oh, but We are uh, about a month into quarantine, I think. I, I think I we've probably said that a couple times, but it's I think it's like a month since my job officially shut down. But yeah, so today we are on cover number 11, which was Robbers by The 1975 from their self-titled album, in 2013, the 1975. Um, yeah, so probably next to Beyonce, the most popular mm-hmm. band that is still currently operating, um, or the most popular band of today's music that we've covered next to Beyonce. Um, yeah, this uh, this song. Um, off of which is off of their 2013 album um that album is i think a lot of people cite as one of the most influential rock albums of the last decade uh the 1975 is a if you know anything about them you know that they're an incredibly influential band from the last 10 years um and that first album was really groundbreaking um in the genre i remember Um, dancing to chocolate when i was you know still in high school really you listen, mm-hmm. Did you listen to them when you were in high school? Yeah, so iTunes actually gave out, like, a free... So I don't know if you remember, like, back in the day where you get, like, a free song a month. Chocolate was iTunes freebie. Really? Uh, yeah, for, and it was, like, a, a huge blow-up because I walked in, funny enough, to my youth group, and everybody was singing Chocolate. Mm. So I, I rocked out to 1975. I think I was on Spotify at that point kind of abandoned iTunes. Okay. So I wouldn't know about that. Um, but as these guys know, the 1975 is probably my favorite band of today. Um, I'm a very big fan of them. Um, I I think they're just, yeah, I think they're a massive uh, influence on in the music scene. And as someone who's seen them multiple times live, I, um, I can attest to how fantastic they are. Um, yeah, so the 1975 started in about 2002. Um, the members, uh, so they're all from a place called Winslow in Cheshire, England. Um, they're now currently based in Manchester, um, but they're originally from Winslow. And they started playing together at about the age of 15 in high school. Um, they started doing covers until they started writing their own songs. Um, yeah, and they they had changed names a couple times. I'm um, I'm totally blanking on what the names originally were, but they they mainly went by another name until they changed to the 1975 shortly before they first recorded 
their first singles. Um, they did a few demos, and the four uh, the four first like songs that they recorded are "Face Down," "Sex," "Music for Cars," and "IV" or four. I don't know what that's pronounced, but uh, they did that in 2012, and then the next year they had released their self-titled album, the 1975. Um, and the three popular singles off of that were Sex, Chocolate, which is probably the most popular song, and Robbers, which is the one we did today. Um, but yeah, the band is made of four members, uh, lead singer and rhythm guitarist Matthew Healy, uh, who commonly goes as Maddie Healy, um, their lead guitarist Adam Hahn, bassist Ross McDonald, and drummer George Daniel. Um, after their self-titled album, they released <laughs> one of the most pretentious but greatest album titles um, in 2016, which was titled I Like It When You Sleep For You Are So Beautiful Yet So Unaware Of It, um, which is really obnoxious to try and write out anytime you have to describe the album. Um, and in 2018, they released their third album, A Brief Inquiry Into Online Relationships, um, are these record deals that they're making, like, who decides this? Like, who's saying, titles? hey, can you guys give us the longest title possible for these albums? I, <laughs> I, I think it's just their pretentious artists and them. Like, they just, they, I don't know, they're, they're kind of into that. Um, yeah, um, they're very, I think they're perfectly defined as pop rock. Um, they're a very rock-based band, but they're also a very synth-pop-based band. Um, they, they've cited as their influences, um, The Talking Heads, My Bloody Valentine, um, they've even cited Michael Jackson as an influence. Um, on their second album, they actually referenced D'Angelo, um, Boards of Canada, and Sigaros as inspirations. I definitely hear The Smiths and The Cure as major influences in them. I mean, I listen to The Cure, and I immediately, I'm like, this is definitely influential to um, their sound. But yeah, so this first album was very heavily rock-based. Um, if you listen to the album, there's a lot of a lot more guitar. Uh, where on the second and third album that they've released, there's a lot more synth-pop in it. Um, but yeah, so we, we chose to go with the song off of their first album, and that song was Robbers. Um, I guess I don't really know much about the song itself as far as like inspiration lyrically. Um, I know it's kind of alluding to a toxic relationship that's also connected with the metaphor of committing armed robbery, um, which I guess is also part of the music video if you ever watch it, that's kind of what they're doing in it. Um, but outside of that, I don't really know much behind um, what exactly they're writing about necessarily, but um, musically it's fantastic. Um, Brian, you can talk maybe a little bit more about this, but you had mentioned before too that part of what makes their music so good is that it's so well produced. Uh, when you really sit and listen to it, there's just so much that they do in each song, um, and it just sounds fantastic. But yeah, so uh, what did you guys think about the song? Like. Well, so I guess I, I walked in this morning and picked this song, and so you guys didn't necessarily know about it, but what were your impressions of the song as we worked on it throughout the day and as we decided to make our own, or take our own liberties? And I'll speak a little bit first. I remember like taking a break and listening to it, 
specifically the bass movement of the original and just being wowed like just being like whoa oh my gosh what's this guy doing he is like there's a whole new meaning musically to this song that I did not hear sitting there just listening to it on my phone um so it was fun to kind of like hear I, I don't know I don't want to sound pretentious either but it was like it was cool to hear a great musician like cool to hear good musicians um yeah, it is a very well-produced album. I wouldn't say it's overproduced, though. It's it's a great sound coming through. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a bitch to sing. That's uh, yeah. my first impression. Yeah. Is that... It's just... Uh, Maddie Healy has a very distinct voice, um, and so I gave up trying to really copy him at all. Um from the very beginning and kind of just making it you know a little bit of my own but we talked in our previous podcast a little bit about the intricacies of um, the vocal lines that I was doing while singing the Toto song because you know he has a massively just not not massively sorry that's the wrong word he has a very stereotypical um, 80s pop voice Toto does um, Maddie Healy um, imitates that in a lot of ways um, not quite as high, um, so, and then what he takes is from more of the modern style of, like, belt singing, um, and that style of singing is fine for one-take recordings, when you go to the studio, you do a couple recordings and you get out, but that quickly drains your voice, and so, trying to replicate that today, I, as I did a couple times, the takes not only didn't sound very good, but then it really, um, took a lot of energy out of me so so I had to ease back a little bit um, and you know sing it sing it a little bit more melodically and pretty wise I suppose but yeah I really enjoy the song I think the melody is really beautiful especially the chorus um, I like uh, I, I like the metaphor of a robbery for being a toxic relationship I think that was pretty clever writing so so if you listen to this um, you'll notice that this is the first recording we did in which we put something that in that modified Brennan's voice. It was. So, Brennan, what was, what was the uh, rationale behind yeah. that? What's the name of that thing? Again? It's a vocoder. Which um, is really fun. I think, honestly, the rationale behind it was like, Caleb and I love the vocoder, and we were like, yo, you want to put a vocoder in? And we were like, hell yeah, let's do a vocoder. So... Uh, that was really the the yeah. idea behind it. Just as a little way to more uh, to even more so make it our own. Um, my keyboard, the Mini Nova that we use often, has a really cool um, vocoder option on it, and so does Caleb's cord. But we were missing a couple cables for that today um, to make it sound well. So we went with the Mini Innovation, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I really like the sounds. I think um, if we had a bit more time, I would have loved to play around with it even more and modify. Um, to get like the perfect sound, but I loved what we had today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Today, uh, I f I felt like today was going to go a lot longer. Um, I feel like we I underestimated how straining it was going to be on your voice, and so I figured, yeah. oh, we'll be doing takes for a long time to figure something out. Um, and at first, I was a little disappointed that we weren't able to do more. Um, but honestly, like the take we ended up getting was it was, nice. was good. Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel like I mean, I feel like you can always 
always run more takes yep. unless you get an absolute perfect take, which almost never happens. Um, but generally, I, I felt like I felt really happy with the take that we got. Um, I just and and like as someone who personally loves this song and loves this band, I felt very satisfied with their last our end product that we got. Um, yeah. What was your uh, idea, videography wise, for the black and white? Um, yeah, so that is pretty much the aesthetic of the whole album. Like they, uh, in almost almost all the music videos they do for the songs on this album, everything's in black and white. Um, it's was the aesthetic of all the photography and all the artwork they did for it. Uh, just kind of made sense to me for this album. In fact, uh, if you watch the music video for uh, the song Girls, they do it as kind of like a satire or a parody on pop uh, music videos with color. And like the, the first shot of them is like, they're jokingly like looking around, they're like, what the hell's the matter with this? Like it has to be black and white to be cool. That's funny. Um, so yeah, it just kind of fit. I wanted to do something a little different with the video too, because I mean, we're doing all of these videos in the same apartment, so obviously you have to be a little creative to make it look a little different, but yeah. yeah. So I thought it looked, but the, the filter just, you know, make, give that, give it with that cool rustic retro look. Retro yeah. edge, yeah, dude. Yeah. Anything else, guys? No, it's, uh, I, I definitely, I, I also wish that we could have done a couple more takes, primarily because I did find a lot of joy in the last couple takes that we were doing, and I was able to, once I kind of surpassed the uh, vocal difficulties and started getting into it, um, it was a lot of fun. However, it is it was very straining on my voice, and like, I was, I suppose, a bit disappointed in how I sang it today, but um, I don't know, that's what I had, so that's what, what we made happen, so. I would have loved to do a couple more takes, but I was, I was just too tired. My voice is too strained. <clears throat> yeah. As always, let us know your thoughts. Send us feedback. If you want to hear. Feedback. Caleb, where can I put our? Uh, oh, well, if I can, if I can repeat our address to... correctly this time. You got it. All of our uh, recommendations need to be mailed in, uh, and so please mail it to two six three eight West Cortland Street. That's apartment two. Chicago, Illinois six zero six four zero. Nope, that's wrong. Oh, six zero six four seven. It is six zero six four seven. All right, there it is. Also, to repeat, uh, if you want to send things in your recommendation as incentive, that will help us consider your recommendation even more. What, like candy? <laughs> like candy or cash? No, some bills, yeah. yeah some yeah, bills would be stimulus nice. Stimulus check? Yeah. Um, stimulus check? Yeah. You want, you want to readdress, readdress your stimulus check? Everyone just got a lot of money today, so, you know. Yeah, you have plenty of money to, uh, to throw at our yeah, project. To support recommendations. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, we're hoping that this song uh, reaches us into the uh, popular mainstream of YouTube covers because... Uh, we have way more young YouTubers that will be looking for 1975. Young YouTubers. Young YouTubers. Make sure to subscribe and like. Like, comment, subscribe. All that. And don't call forget to call your mom. There you go.